0: Good morning. Welcome to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Scanlon, publisher of Thinking Bigger Business Media. Our guest today is Melissa Hendricks. She is the Vice President of Marketing at Cerner, and she's here today to talk with us about marketing tips for non-marketing senior executives. There are so many of us who are running our companies that know marketing is important, but we don't know exactly how to go about it or how to assemble a marketing team and she's here today to talk with us about that process so welcome to the show today melissa
1: thank you i appreciate it and look forward to talking with you
0: let's talk then first about okay i let's just put ourselves in the situation i am an executive of a company and i don't have a marketing team yet i know i need one what's the first thing you would advise me to do Well, it depends on the size
1: of your company. Um, If you've got a large enough company where you have a small board of individuals that you're allowing to help guide you and direct you, I'd recommend that you get somebody with considerable marketing expertise on that board. Um, They'll be able to help figure out and strategize with you ways that you can integrate um, marketing strategies into your business. If you don't have a board and you're looking to begin to think about um, marketing resourcing, um, I'll probably give a piece of advice that may be unusual, where I won't suggest you hire an entry-level marketer to come join the company. Uh, If you do that, you run the risk that that individual really just becomes somebody that's executing lots of marketing tactics, and you won't be able to measure or understand the value that they bring. Um, I'd go ahead and, and hold my powder dry until I can afford to get some counsel from a consultancy or an agency that might be able to help um, and then bring in somebody that has considerable experience that can be part of your leadership team to help drive the business forward. Now, this um, recommendation assumes that marketing strategy will advance your business More than not, there are some pieces of business that don't really benefit from marketing if you're a back end consultancy that doesn't really thrive in marketing strategy. But I think that's the 5% versus the 95% Mm -hmm. that would be benefited by a marketer.
0: Absolutely. And and you're right. I think that advice that you gave probably did surprise some people because uh, a lot of people think that something's better than nothing. Uh, at least this person has a little bit of knowledge about marketing, whereas I really have none. But as you say, in yes. that case, it's really better to wait until you can get a top-level person and try to outsource it in the meantime. Yeah. Um, I just think you know, bringing
1: an inexperienced marketer with one or two years of of work experience into a company, and then giving them um, low direction, you are all going to end up with lots of marketing flyers and brochures. But I bet if you had an external third party looking at those, they won't be differentiated on um, the messaging that really differentiates you and advances your business. They'll just be noise that you can bring in to a meeting, but they are not going to actually establish you as a market leader.
0: Mm-hmm. A lot of activity, but perhaps not as much yeah. in the result arena. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. How do you find a person or an agency? I know that that's really two questions, but we've talked about perhaps what you need uh, to get started, but how do you find those people?
1: Yeah, um, marketing is, can be a bit of a needle in a haystack. Finding individuals that have the right attributes, um, I like to look at individuals when I'm hiring marketers that have grit, that have accountability, adaptability, and aptitude to learn. For somebody that's hiring a marketer that has no um, background themselves in marketing, I think you really need to reach out to use your LinkedIn um, resources and find some individuals that can provide counsel to you. Uh, As I mentioned before, having somebody on a board with some marketing background is immensely helpful in guiding the right types of individuals. And don't be afraid to ask your friends that have marketing expertise that may not be related to your company to potentially participate in the hiring process. Mm -hmm. You have to get very clear on what you want, but you also can use your network to help you guide the process.
0: Absolutely. Talk to us now about how to build the team. You've found the perfect individual, let's say, and and now you're building a team. In talking with you before, I love one of the lines that you use, an orchestra needs to play. What do you mean by that in the marketing context?
1: Well, a great marketer is going to come in and rather than start asking what needs to be developed in terms of marketing materials, They're going to work with you on a three to five year strategic vision and plan for the brand. And when you do that, you give yourself permission to understand what are the objectives and strategies that you're going to believe all of you collectively are going to be the most successful for the business long term. That allows you then to go and hire. So for example, if e-commerce and the ability to sell your materials online is, a key opportunity for you, you're going to want to create resources that can deliver that for you. Um, You may want content and content strategies to be very important, and that will help you build the orchestra in that direction. Start with a plan. Identify the three to five key initiatives you all believe are going to be the most critical to success, and then go resource your team to make sure that you achieve those.
0: Absolutely. When you talk about um, these different uh, outcomes that you want, when you talk about the different focuses that you want to pursue, that is so important because just just in my experience talking with business owners in particular, um, they, they seem to think they're going to get this all-in-one kind of person. Yes. And, and yes. you're so right. Uh, content maker is not necessarily a graphic designer is not necessarily a social media uh per expert and so you really do have to uh find someone you know people who play all those roles and it's not going to be an all-in-one you might be managing or you might be hiring somebody to manage all those people but different people have to do the different perform the different functions
1: yeah it's hard because um i'm a marketer i've been a marketer for for 15 years 20 years now and been an executive in marketing, driving marketing strategies. But I'm not a writer, which is interesting, because the bias generally is, I've hired a marketing executive, they can pinch it in writing, or they can pinch it in graphic design. Um, But I don't have those skill sets. And so I have to be very careful in making sure that I'm setting the correct expectations. And the leaders that I work with oftentimes have an incorrect perception that a marketer is a multi-trick pony. And in, oftentimes you're just needing and, – and that's why I use the orchestra. Um, you, don't e- you don't expect your conductor to also play the violin or <laughs> other instruments. Um, but, um, but sometimes you have an incorrect perception of marketing. I personally believe, and, and I say this very frequently – If you want to make immediate financial contribution to your company, you're always going to go the sales route because a salesperson can actually close a deal perhaps immediately to generate revenue for you. If you want to have a company for the next 15 to 20 years, go ahead and spend the resourcing, the time, the investment, in building a strong strategic plan toward marketing because marketing is like raising a child from birth up. And it's all that child's always going to be with you, but you want somebody that's helping frame out and guide that brand, and a marketer can do that work for you. They're not going to be great at converting to sales immediately, though. So you have to reset your expectation, and you have to decide as the business owner what's the most important and when.
0: Yes, and that that is so true, though, about the uh, the child and, and birthing the child. Because another thing that you have said. Uh, to me, before when we've talked, is that you have to be willing to kill the baby you birthed. What does that yes. mean uh, when you say that? <laughs> uh, so
1: I I grabbed that from another individual, um, and and so and I liked it so much. I thought that it's something that applies to um, marketing as well. Um, so it's not an original thought from me, but it's so applicable that oftentimes, and I think this happens in businesses, and it's not exclusive to marketing either. That you create something and then you become unwilling to decide and determine that it's outlived its useful life. And so it continues on. So it could be a marketing strategy or perhaps you've gone to a, an industry event for years and, and had a booth space there. And the target audience profile of that industry event has changed. But because you've done it historically, you continue to do it. Um, because you were the one that brought it to the company and decided to go ahead and pursue that initiative. As leaders, you have to be brave and acknowledge and dis- determine that events that you or activities that you may have created are no longer advancing the business or the brand. And those have to be activities you're willing to kill. So it's, And it's hard sometimes because you can be emotionally attached to the activity as, as funny as that sounds, you can be emotionally attached to, hey, I'm the one that created the original website, or I'm the one that created the original campaign materials, and it becomes hard, and sometimes you dig in, not killing it when you should.
0: Yeah, no, that is so, that's very true. And so it's really kind of a a balancing act. As you made the point before, marketing is a long-term investment, but you still have to measure, 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 and make sure that you are uh, killing off the things that aren't producing and uh, perhaps reassessing, reevaluating constantly.
1: Yeah, one of the biggest misperceptions of marketing is that it's not quantitative, that marketing is the touchy-feely qualitative aspects of raising and, and working in a business. Um, and, and perhaps it was true years and years ago, but today with the advent of um, data and analytics, we, we shouldn't as marketers pursue anything that we cannot quantitatively measure and, and understand the ROI of those dollars being spent on a specific activity versus the ROI if you were to take the dollars and spend it on another initiative or activity. And so, don't let yourselves believe that your investment in marketing is the the fluffiness of your and the feel good activities of your business plan. They are quantitative, metrics driven um, marketing initiatives that will drive hard ROI for your business, and at the end of the year you may decide I'd rather spend those dollars doing sales initiatives and activities, but use data and pursue activities that you can measure. We, we don't like to do anything that we cannot measure because it becomes hard to justify how we're spending those dollars in that mix.
0: Very, very true. How do you, uh, of course, figure out what it is that you're going to be quantifying or measuring. It it kind of begs the question, if you're going to measure, uh, you know, follow your advice uh, to to use yeah. the data, you h- how do you determine what it is that you're going to watch, that you're going to be measuring?
1: Well that's for you again getting back to I probably sound pretty boring as a march No, no. <laughs> I back to that original strategic plan. And understanding what's your primary objective. Are you in in your brand and in your business, are you trying to improve awareness? Are you trying to improve in perception of the brand? Are you trying to increase um, understanding, generate near-term revenue? So you go back to what is the goal of the marketing strategies, and then from there, it's not difficult to figure out what are the best initiatives and activities to drive awareness based on um, the overall improved perception goal, So mm. increase awareness, a real easy one, and, and something small business is never going to probably leverage and use, is TV campaigns. Mm. Um, because if you play TV advertising, um, you generate a baseline awareness. Now I will tell you, in 2017, that looks different than it did in 2005 or in 1998, because today's um, target audience isn't watching TV like it used used to. Mm -hmm. And if you're looking at your target audience, if you're going after Gen X or Millennials, um, Gen X follows Millennials and they're in their teens and just entering the workforce in the next couple of years, they're not going to have the same expectations around how you reach them as previous generations do. So you're going to be using digital strategies much more frequently and other initiatives and activities that are more core to their so, um, demographic and psychographic beliefs.
0: Exactly. What kind of closing thoughts would you leave our listeners with today? If, if they had to do one thing right now that could uh, help them in the area of marketing, what would you suggest?
1: I think the best thing anyone can do that is a marketer or not marketer is define success. And and I don't mean um, a pithy exercise, but go back and define success for your brand or your business in 12 months, in three to five years, and then ask yourself, what are the top three things that you're personally going to make sure your business does to be successful? If you do that, I believe marketing will be a part of that because I believe your Um, one-year and five-year goals are going to be generate revenue and create a business that is the best at something, that has a differentiated benefit. And once you've done that, you can actually go and create a series of tactics that help you achieve that. And I don't believe enough people spend time defining success except I want to generate revenue. Go figure out what you're going to be best at, most differentiated at, and then figure out how to stratify who you're targeting and what you want them to believe about your brand that's going to generate revenue.
0: Yeah, that's great advice. Yeah, it's simple, but so many people, as you say, just jump right in and uh, whatever can start generating revenue, and then the next thing they know, they are so diversified and so split and the lack of focus is so apparent. So, so that, is, yeah. that is great advice. Yeah,
1: and, and again, when you're in the initial um, stages of a company, I think generating revenue and keeping the lights on are, are core and key focal point. Once you get past that immediate emergent part of your business, give yourself permission to think. Um, it's the biggest gift you can give yourself it's, is the 10 minutes each day before you get started to say, what do I want to accomplish? And why am I here? And if you think, it gives you permission not to think about just the tactics that need to get done. If you don't start with a moment of thought, sometimes you just spend your whole day addressing emails and, and moving the tactical mountains that sit in front of you that are daunting.
0: Um, but give, your, give yourself permission to think and it's early in the morning and you've still got some time to take that 10 minutes and have a really great and productive day great advice and melissa is going to be with us uh, a week from today at a boot camp called high performance marketing boot camps and we'll be talking about this very topic there's still time for you to register if you'd like to go to high performance marketing boot camps Dot com Get registered. You'll be able to hear more advice from Melissa, and you'll also uh, hear lots of other speakers who can help you with your marketing efforts. It's been wonderful having you today, Melissa, and i look forward to our chat next week. Thank you so much, Kelly. I really appreciate it. And if you'd like to learn more about how to grow your business, please visit our website at IThinkBigger.com. Follow us on Facebook, Thinking Bigger Business Media, or on Twitter at I Think Bigger. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week.